Hi, I'm Emily Salaby, founder of Juno Jones, the stylish safety boot company, and your host on the Hazard Girls podcast here on Jacket Media. I'm so honored to host this show where I get to chat with Hazard Girls about their careers. Hazard Girls is an online community for women working in traditionally male-dominated fields. On our show, you'll get to hear from these amazing women about the path that led them to their current careers, challenges they've overcome, advice for other women in entering these industries, and more. Kaylin Lees is a journeyman pipe welder fitter for TV Industries in Fort Worth, Texas. In fact, she was recently promoted to piping leadman and is now its first female leadman, or more accurately, lead woman. As one of TV's top welders, Kaylin works on large-scale industrial and commercial projects in the Fort Worth and surrounding areas. Kaylin is also an award-winning cowgirl, and she was the Tradeswoman of the Year 2021 for Empowering Women in Industry. Plus, she is a featured princess in Reinvented Magazine's Princesses with Power Tools calendar for 2023. Well, welcome back to the Hazard Girls podcast, Kaylin. Hi, thank you. So happy to be back. Kaylin, last year I got to present you with the Tradeswoman of the Year Award at the Empowering Women in Industry conference. And this year I got to see you again at the conference, which was so amazing. That's what I love about, it's one of the things I love about this conference is that we get to see the same people that we become friends with, and spend time with year after year and just because it just strengthens our bonds and just allows us to even to expand our circle and then we meet even more people each year yeah what did you think of the conference this year it was each year keeps getting better and better there's more and more people that show up and i'm so excited that i finally got some more td partners involved td women involved in the empowering women um i guess society if you will yeah, I think I believe there was a total of five this year. Um, awesome. We just had our own little meeting about it, and so I think we we even got more women excited about it. And we talked about Juno Jones, and we talked about the dovetail workwear. Um, I think they even made some purchases, so we got a lot more women in our company super excited about it. That's so awesome. Um, so are the women in your company, because I know you're the you're the first lead uh, lead woman. And that's a, that's a supervisor position, right? Yeah. The beginning of uh, the supervisory roles. Yes. I'm still in the field and I still am on my tools and stuff, but um, I do have more responsibilities like looking at specs and filling out permits. And um, when the foreman's not here, like I do our pre-task and um, yeah, just, there's just more, a lot more to it now. And the other women from TD Industries, are they also welders? One is we got her nominated for tradeswoman of the year as well. And she is a, um, she started out welding. Um, she is now a supervisor uh, over in our Dallas shop where they prefab a lot of our work for all of our jobs. Um, so I thought that was really cool. We got her in, um, her nominated and she came and, um, saw everything. So she's super excited about next year. Um, and then we, we have project managers, we have, I don't even know all their correct titles, but I know a lot of them have to, you know, stay in the office and they're like behind the scenes to what we need so we can do our jobs in the field. That's great. Well, I'm glad it's expanding in so many ways. And it's nice to see even more and more tradeswomen coming each year, because I think at the beginning it was harder to get to reach out to the tradeswomen. But now that we have, we got you, we got 
Dila, you're bringing in more people and that is, you know, expanding it even more, which is so awesome. Um, all right. So tell us about how the year has been for you, because it's, it's been about a year since we last spoke, I think on our, not since we last spoke in real life, but since we last spoke on this podcast. So how, how has the last year been for you career-wise? It just flew by. I, I can't believe we're in November. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> it's, so so tell, tell me about what you've been working on. Have you been working okay. on Okay, so um, I've actually been on two projects um, since we spoke this time last year. Um, uh, I was doing um, a uh, airplane hangar for the Gulfstream uh, airplane. Um I think when we spoke last, like we were barely just getting the building up. And then in June, this past June, um, it was complete up and running. And um, I got pictures from some of our service guys and there's airplanes in there. It's a full wow. working hangar. So I thought that was really cool. And so now I'm in um, a little town called Abilene, Texas, and it's about two and a half hours west of Fort Worth. And we are building a double tree Hilton hotel and convention center. Okay. So I, are you, ba you're based in Fort Worth though, right? Yes. Uh, based in Fort Worth. Um, and our company is growing more towards, uh, West Texas. So we've done a lot of projects out, out West. Um, so that's kind of we're we're Fort Worth and West Texas now. I completely forgot you were in Fort Worth. I was in right before I saw you at Empowering Women in Industry. Uh, well, maybe you weren't even in Fort Worth at the time, but right before I saw you, I was in Fort Worth for a couple of days. Yeah, I saw it. your your photos yeah. online on social media. You were at the stockyards. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was in Abilene. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you were, you were a little farther away, but yeah, what a great yeah. town Fort Worth is. Cause I also got to walk around, I was in the stockyards, but I also got to walk around the city and it's, it's a really vibrant and peaceful city. It seemed like. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun if you know where to look. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we got lucky. Um, all right. So I'm also very curious because I know last, last time we talked, we, you talked a lot about your experience with rodeos and I called you a rodeo cowgirl, but you corrected me and said, you can just say cowgirl. <laughs> yeah, you can. I mean, a lot of people say rodeo cowgirl, but yeah, just cowgirl is fine. <laughs> and, uh, I, I know you had been talking about, you might be doing some rodeo work this year. So I was wondering if you actually got to any rodeo work, any cowgirl. I, haven't. Work. I mean, I've actually, I can't say I haven't because this just came to my mind. So it's funny that my company sent me out to Abilene because come to find out one of my best friends in high school who we've who I've lost contact with she lives in Abilene oh yeah and so we junior rodeoed high school rodeo together in Vegas and then we just kind of went our separate ways and did college and I think maybe one or two other times we saw each other at like the NFR that they help that they hold in Vegas um and we just kind of like hey how are you it was good to see you but like we really just kind of lost contact and then she, I, I have the same number. So she texts me and she's like, Hey, I just want to let you know that, um, I, I remember you're in Fort Worth. I hope you're still in Fort Worth because we're moving to Abilene. And I'm like, no way I'm fixing to come to Abilene for a job. <laughs> so we just kind of reconnected and she has a beautiful 50 acres in uh, a little town North, uh, 25 minutes North of Abilene. 
and they have cows, they have, um, big pastures they have a beautiful beautiful home and so i got to go hang out with them quite a few times and we castrated their little calves and we've um had got on some horses and we rode through the pasture and everything did a little bit of training on some of their young horses so i did a little bit i've done a little bit yep <laughs> yeah i mean that's most people that would be like a memory of a lifetime to castrate a cow so <laughs> and for you it's like oh yeah i forgot about it's that fun. It's fun because it, I know people are like, oh, God, what? What did you do? No, it's fun. I mean, we, we had to rope them, rope the head, rope the heels. And then we had her husband and her neighbor's husband um, wrestled the calf to the ground, held him down. And then us girls, like I had to hold the back feet so they wouldn't kick the other girls. And they put the bands on. It gets Western. It gets a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot Western. Well, I, so last time we spoke, I remember we were talking about the rodeo and I asked you like, what is a rodeo? Because I really haven't been to one. And you were like, you've never been to one. And I had to say, I was sorry I hadn't, but I really wanted to. Well, guess what? You went to the Stockyards Rodeo, didn't you? Yeah, no, not the Stockyards. <laughs> I went to, uh, I went to Jackson Hole Rodeo. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. This, I was in, um, over the summer I was in Jackson Hole and I got to, we got tickets to the rodeo. I took my husband and I took our two kids. It was hands down the best part of our trip. My absolute favorite moment of the trip. And we did like, you know, Yellowstone and the whole thing, but I love <laughs> the rodeo. And yep. it was not only just so much fun, but it was really empowering to my daughter, I think. Oh, and yeah. Oh, and I was sure. really, I was really happy to see for my son to see that as well, that it wasn't all mm -hmm. men and boys. There was tons of girls and women. Yeah. Those girls on the, on, you know, doing, doing the sport on their horses. I, every time a, a woman went out, I, I took a million pictures because I wanted to catch, I wanted to catch them like winning and, you know, looping. I'm yeah. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> lassoing, lassoing the animal. And I got a ton of pictures. My daughter was so happy. And they made a big announcement at the beginning. I forget what it exactly it was at the beginning and they said that um they, they were talking about the history of of women in the rodeo a little bit and mm -hmm. how it's always it was exactly what you said in your last podcast with me that it's always been a way of life to have women as part of it and they've been like a, the rodeo world has been like a leader in having women at the forefront as well yes yeah um i don't know what to say it's just it's just so cool and i just hope and wish everyone if anyone gets a chance to go do some cowboy and or go get on a horse or go to a rodeo like i hope i hope you could go i hope you say hell yes and you go and you experience it because i can sit here and tell you till i'm blue in the face how awesome it is but it's yeah. something you truly have to experience to be like oh i get it now yeah and i think it's it is truly empowering and i think the whole lifestyle is truly empowering last time we talked we talked about how um you know, growing up that way for you, it, it it probably had a big part in who you became because you became this person that's fearless, doesn't feel held back by your gender. And right. so if, if, if people are, if parents are not sure whether to let their kids do that, I don't know. It seems like a good idea to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to take care of this, this animal, you know, this horse that you're on. And, and it's so cool because horses just kind of know what you're feeling. So if you're walking up to a horse and you're scared and you're timid, well, that horse is going to feel that and that horse is going to be scared. And, and what people don't understand and that is that's probably why they are afraid of horses is because horses can sense their fear. Don't be afraid. They are the most calming, wonderful, loving animals ever. They have, oh, I swear my spirit animal is horse. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, 
I also wanted to go back. We I know we talked a little bit about the Empowering Women in Industry Conference when we started this this conversation, but um, there was something that you did a little differently this year because last year you were very busy winning your award, but this <laughs> yeah. year uh, you actually participated in the fashion show, and I wanted to hear what that experience was like for you. Oh, it's always fun in the fashion show. Just of course I. I'm always nervous because I'm like, I don't want to fall and I want to make sure the clothes and the boots and everything get shown off. And um, I always try to bring up the energy too, because I know a lot of other women have to be probably just as terrified as I am. So I have to push that fear aside and I have to make sure everyone else feels comfortable and having fun. If we're having fun, I mean, you don't, you don't remember the rest. You just have fun. So especially the music and the vibe and um, it's just great. (laughs) Yeah, I, when when I look at the photos from the fashion show, every single one of you made. Well, I, I have all the photos from the whole show, but the ones where you're all wearing the, the Juno Jones boots are the uh-huh. ones we have saved in our archives for posting on social. But oh my gosh, your every pose that you all did was so energetic. It's <laughs> so much, just so much power to it, and so much excitement. There was, it was like I do fashion weeks, you know, real like actual <laughs> fashion week ones. And this is so much better. I mean, I'll go on record. <laughs> this is so much more lively and exciting. Um, remind me, have you done pageants? Did you mention that you had done pageants? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I've done uh, my fair share of uh, rodeo princess and rodeo queen pageants. Yep, I have. <laughs> okay, so this is now like a strange thing for you to be on a stage waving at the audience. and. Oh, no. I mean, it's still nerve-wracking and stuff. But, I mean, yeah, we've had to model um, like Western attire. Um, we've had to model sponsor clothing before. So, I mean, it's, it goes hand in hand. I mean, it's it's not my first rodeo. (laughs) Well, how does it, I mean, how does it compare to do like a pageant for Western? Um, you're judged. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's different. Okay. And you're scored. Uh, And then, um, I mean, you don't, the judges have their own score sheet. Um, and then at the end of the pageant, everything's added up and the, woman with most points wins pretty much sort of like a like you would think of as a typical pageant where you have like i don't know a speech and uh talent and outfits and the whole thing uh we don't necessarily have a talent portion of it um but we have a horsemanship part of it so um you are uh before you come to the actual pageant you're giving a given a uh, like a pattern and so you, you practice this on your horse and you usually it's like a figure eight, you lope circles one way and then you lo- do a flying lead change, you lope circles the next way. And um, sometimes you run down the middle of the arena and slide stop and, and then you do your queen wave, which is where you take a lap around the whole arena and you're waving. Um, <laughs> I mean, so you're judged on that. And I've even been in um, pageants where you do it on your horse and then they they put all the horses in one hat and all the girls in one hat, and then you have to draw. So you have to do the same pattern again on a horse you've never been on. Oh, so that, and that's challenging because the horse, you don't know the horse and the horse doesn't know you. Correct. So it really, really showcases your horsemanship capability. Yeah. It seems much different from your, so when I hear, I don't know anything about pageants. I know next to nothing actually, but what I what I do know, I kind of remember from like those those I hate to say this those TV shows like the pageant TV shows um, about little kids. What is that? The moms and the little kids, and it kind of like shows Yaras, it in the, the yes, toddlers and toddlers and tiaras. Yeah, and, you but, but what you're describing does not seem like that at all. Oh no, um, I mean we still have to do our. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think. 
I mean, we still model. So we model like a, what we would wear for horsemanship. We would model that. And then sometimes we'd model something a little bit more fashionable, um, like some kind of Western dress or Western nice, as if equivalent to like your ball gown, I guess, but in the Western industry. Um, let's see. So then we do, I mean, we have a speech. Um, we have an interview with the judges and then we have an impromptu question where you get up on the stage and you draw out of a hat a question and then you have to answer it off the off the top of your head and that's very, very scary. That must be nerve wracking. Is it so is this part yes. is it is it children or is it as you get to be older that you do that? It can be children. So um in my last podcast I talked a lot about the National Little Birches Rodeo Association. So they have a little Wrangler division and that's six or a, a four to six years old I think um and then you have your junior division which is all your junior high kids and then you have your queen which is all your basically from high school your high school age girls uh-huh. okay so there's you'll have the little wrangler princess the princess and then the the queen well I know you one of your goals has been to use your story to inspire um all you know young women who want to learn about the trades in general and this past year, you've done that in a lot of ways, but one of the big ones is Reinvented Magazine's Princesses with Power Tools Calendar. And for those who don't know, Reinvented Magazine is a magazine all about women and girls in STEM. And each year, they put out a calendar featuring real-life women in STEM and trades dressed up as their favorite princess or warrior. So I am like dying to hear what princess you are. Um, I am a Wonder Woman. Yes. <laughs> I love Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was, that was really cool. I am, I am kind of inspired about, uh, by Wonder Woman because she's just out there doing her thing and, uh, saving people too. And she's just like, yeah, it's just ain't nothing but a thing. Just saving the world. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what does your outfit look like? Is it the, is it the traditional, which, which Wonder Woman are you? Cause I know there's like different, there's different um, iterations. I, I was the traditional one, the traditional, uh-huh. I always, I still picture Gal Gadot in my head. Like I'm trying uh-huh. to like pull her out of me so I can, I can be her, but yeah, uh, just the traditional one. Um, I, I, I had to do, well, I had to do another commercial right after that. So, and then, and then Kaylee was like, Oh, can you take a picture on site? I was like, no, it was like pulling teeth trying to do this commercial. I can't, I can't just have a photographer come out and there's a lot, yeah. there's a lot of little stuff. Cause we're a very, very high risk job. So uh, I went out to my friend's place. Um, my, my friend that I, I spoke about earlier went to her ranch and she has a, uh, a welding machine on, on the back of their gator. And so this, I was helping them build it, a kit, a catch pen. Um, so we we're welding some pipe fence out there and I said, okay, I'm going to dress up really quick. Just take a picture. Okay. <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> so, so that's, that's the backstory of that. I was, Oh man, it was a lot of fun though. We were trying to get the cows in the background too, and they they just weren't cooperating. So, so tell me, why did you choose Wonder Woman? I know she, I know she saves people and she's a badass, but was there any? Did you were you a big fan of Wonder Woman as a child? Um, maybe not so much as a child. Maybe as more of a more of a grown up, I guess. Um, she just seemed to be tall. I I don't. She's just tall, and she's you know well, an Amazon. Tall, so. So I'm like, hey, you're tall, I'm tall, we could be friends. No, um, just how strong and kind she is. And and I know some people are like, she is not kind. No, I'm I'm kind, it can be kind. Um, 
tough love. That's probably why you think that. Cause I give you tough love. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like she's, she's just doing her own thing and people are praising her for it, you know? And so that's kind of what I'm doing out here is I'm, I'm doing it cause no one else will. So I, I mean, I got to build a, got to build a hotel. So how, how do we do this? Let's, let's do this. And it, it doesn't ever cross my mind that, oh, well, you're a woman, so you can't do that. Or you're a woman, so it's got to be hard for you. Like, no, uh, if the men can do it, I can do it. So let's put me to work. And that's kind of how I feel Wonder Woman is, is she's just like, okay, well, this is our goal. This is what we have to do. So how do we do it? Let's do it. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of how I see it as. What I love about Wonder Woman is that, well, number one, she comes from this, and the reason I know this is because I have kids, <laughs> but she comes <laughs> from this island of all powerful women, right? And I, and that's so why I've seen the movies and I've read the books, but I love that, that she, and that she comes from a really strong mother and um, I don't know, she just, she's so fierce. And I, I like that when I was a kid, she was a role model for me. Like she was just, she was just out there. Like there weren't a ton of them, right? But Right, right. Yeah, there weren't very many at all back in the day. Yeah. I mean, even even some of the professional cowboys when I was growing up, like I was like, oh man, I want to rope like them. Oh man, I want to ride horses like them. It was never really, you know, a female. But I mean, now now that these past few years, you know, female from all aspects of life have been kind of put in the forefront, been put in the in the spotlight, and so they've always been there. We've always been there, but. Oh, yeah now they're trying to shine the light on us and like being like no you've done all this work for all these years and like that's give you some praise yeah totally. so that was pretty cool so what's your next work goal kaylin oof i gotta get a handle on this lead woman position <laughs> it's uh it's it's hard um i'm probably making it more difficult than what it it seems but um it's just a lot more information and a lot more than what I thought. Um, but I'm learning every day. And if you ain't learning, you ain't living. So uh, I've, I just got to keep trudging forward and, and keep my sticky notes and, and just ask questions, ask a lot of questions, because there's a lot of stuff that I don't know that I need to know. Um, because I do have an end goal of being a superintendent, maybe playing with the idea of being a project manager, but uh, there's a lot I need to learn. And so that's, that's what I'm trying to do is just learn everything I can. Back and I've, I've, been, I've just been so lucky to have, you know, a great foreman and great uh, superintendents and just uh, role models in this industry. And they know, they know a lot. Each, each one has something else that the other one doesn't know. So I'm, I'm making mental notes of that too. Well, yeah, you're definitely well on your way. It's it's great to watch your progress, and I know you're going to get there. I know you. All you have to do is set yourself that goal. I know you're going to achieve it, and we're excited to watch you achieve that. Well, where should everyone get in touch with you, Kaylin? Because I, I think you probably told us last time, but why don't you refresh our memory? Where's the best place for people to? Yes, um, I like to message people through um, Instagram. So I'm at welderwoman underscore eighty eight. I think that's my handle, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get with me on on Instagram and send me some messages, ask me questions and send me your pictures of your progress. And I'm I'm happy to help, happy to give you some advice, whatever you need. Kaylin Lee's journeyman welder, TD Industries first lead woman welder, tradeswoman of the year 2021, and of course, princess in the 2023 Princesses with Power Tools calendar from Reinvented Magazine. 
So awesome that we got to have you back on the show. Thank you so much for yes, taking the time thank you. to talk by. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I, I, love, I love catching up. I love hearing what you're up to. So. Thank you very much. You have been listening to the Hazard Girls podcast on Jacket Media, sponsored by Juno Jones, the stylish safety boot company. That's junojonesshoes.com. And you can go there to learn about our steel toe boots and to join the Hazard Girls community. I'm your host, Emily Salaby. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.